Something for visionaries. Something for visionaries. Something for visionaries. Welcome to yet another episode of Something for Visionaries. This week's episode of Something for Visionaries is going to be an awesome one. And I want to especially welcome everyone of you tuning in. And more importantly, for those of you who are joining me for the first time on Something for Visionaries. Every single week, I receive messages of testimonies of, from those of you who are listening and have been blessed. And I want to tell you, and from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly encouraged and inspired. As you have already noticed, I love teaching. Just as I am teaching about vision, I apply the same principles into my life that has helped me identify my unique calling to teach biblical truth, especially in order to equip the coming generations, specifically the younger ones who I have now developed so much passion and interest in. While it appears very unclear to me in the beginning, I've kept my heart on some of the very, very important things that I'm sharing with you today. And I'm able to teach you today because I've journeyed on this journey so far and has led me to the kind of person who I am today. Along the journey, I found some aha moments and I'm like, oh wow, some light bulb moments that God opened my eyes to that I've finally been able to connect the lines and the dots that have helped me to appreciate the fact that I have actually been called to be a teacher. I know it sounds like a very humble role, but I'm enjoying every single bit of the opportunity that I have to share, to teach, to equip, to empower, strengthen somebody out there. I just love the opportunity. And so this podcast and everything that has to do with teaching and writing and anything along that line comes naturally to me, as you have already observed. I can do this every single day of my life, everywhere and anywhere. And to drive home some of these points, as I've shared with you before, that certain things that you do are not necessarily things that you're betrayed by. God predeposits and predetermines specific gifts and skill sets with every single person by virtue of what he has created them for. I need to reiterate this very importantly that I didn't attend any school of theology, neither did I go to any seminary college. Not to discredit people who have spent extended time looking into the scriptures and the word of God, even to a higher degree. All I'm just saying is that once you get your God-given vision and you know what God has called you into, when you understand the realm with which he's taking you to and the big picture comes alive to you, you, you get to understand that in a very short time that God is working in your life and he has been able to empower you and has equipped you. God can use you. He has deposited something in you that can be a blessing to this very world. There's something unique and peculiar about you. But, as, but you need to practice and exercise this unique gift and talent in order to become specialized and for God to continue to enlarge and empower and equip you on the line of this journey. So come back to the question we are asking ourselves today. How do you get your God-given vision? How do you really get your God-given vision? First, let me remind you that a true and correct God-given vision needs to be well-defined. God actually paused me at one point in time while I was um, studying and, and learning some of these foundational things I'm sharing with you today. And I was asking and, and requesting, how do, you get God, how do you get a vision from me? And it paused for a minute and I reflected and it quickly reminded me and interjected and said, you can actually get vision in a wrong way. I was like, oh, okay. And then God took me to really research and find out. And one of the things I found out was actually that all of what Adolf Hitler did 
was actually because he got a vision. That is what I now call the vision of out of Itla in some of the materials and resources that I've developed in teaching and practicing the concept of vision. So it comes to this point where I come to understand that vision can actually be ill-conceived. For those of you who will join me later in a purposeful vision online training session with that, which I'll be hosting in a bit, and some of you who will find my book as well, you find a bit of excerpt of how I describe the vision about of Hitler and the atrocities and chaos and lives that were lost, millions of lives that was lost because of the vision of Adolf Hitler. So it's important that we understand that vision needs to be correctly conceived. We need to ask ourselves, how do I get a correct God-given vision? And that's what I want to really take a few minutes quickly to explain here today as we move on in this episode of Something Visionary. So let's go back to the scriptures. Let's go back to the scriptures in Joel 2.28, Joel 2.28, which is a scripture we have all gotten familiar with. It says, and afterwards, and afterwards, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. It is important that we note the word afterwards, which I spent some time to explain to you last week and to reiterate that there are certain things that have occurred before. There are certain events that might have happened as far as your life is concerned. There are specific activities that have gone on even before now. But one thing is certain that God is taking those situations around and turning it for his glory. But he needs you to stick a stand afterwards at this moment. You need to see with the eyes of faith what God is about to do. I emphasized last week that no matter what has happened to you, no matter who you are, no matter where the journey of your life is, God can take that very story and make it a big time success story for you. It can turn around that terrible sad situation and make it into success for you. I can overemphasize that. But afterwards, something happened. God poured out a spirit. I need to emphasize this very quickly that God poured out a spirit is the first thing that happened before vision occurred. Herein lies the fundamental principle of getting your own God-given vision. It is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon your heart. It is the regenerated heart. It is the regenerated spirit that becomes tuned to that of the Holy Spirit. What begins to happen afterwards is that our thoughts become divine. Our ordinary everyday task takes a new turn. Not that we cease to be to have wishes, desires and longings and all of that. But what happens is that our wishes, our desires, our longings and ideas become regenerated as our person, as our personality, as who we are becomes transformed so that everything can be in tandem with that of God Almighty. Remember from our earlier episodes, we established that vision, the big picture of our lives is already, already completed, is completed in God himself. That is in Isaiah 43 verse 10, that God begins the end of a thing even before the beginning there of EA. He finishes a thing before he starts it. That is who the Alpha and the Omega is, is the beginning and the end. And then he placed us in the beginning of a journey that he has already completed. He declares the end of a thing even before the beginning thereof. And then he put us right there. So whatever is happening to us now has already occurred before God already. That is why I say we need to stick with his blueprint, stand with the standard he has prepared ahead for us and walk in line with what he's asking us to do. He's the designer of our lives, he's the architect, 
is the very one that is at the center of the universe. Our ma- the map and the plan of our lives reside in Him. We cannot emphasize this. So you need to get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that needs to work in your heart. So as we get to this point, I just want to pause for a minute. I want to pause for a minute and ask you some very, very, very important question. Do you have God in your heart? Do you believe in the only begotten Son of the Father? Is your heart cleansed? Are you transformed? Are you in tune with the Creator? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? These questions are so fundamental because if we want to talk of having vision in the realm of true God-given vision, in the realm of visionaries where we trade in things that we don't see but believe in God by faith that they do exist and that we're going to get to a destination in Him, we need to understand that our heart needs to be transformed. Our heart needs to be regenerated. Our heart needs to be renewed. Our heart needs to be rekindled. It needs to be re-energized and, retra- and transformed to be conformed with that of God Almighty. This question is important for us to answer because if we cannot get vision, we cannot see the big picture because the instrument, the heart, with which we used to see the big picture. If it's not renewed, if it's not transformed, then we cannot get the true God-given vision. The vision will continue to be blurry until the object with which we used to see has been transformed by the Creator Himself. So I just want to pray for any one of you who is under the sound of my voice today that your heart is renewed even today. Right now, I decree the blood of Jesus Christ that, shed, that is shed for you on the cross of Calvary to avail for you even today. You are free and delivered from every stronghold of sin and iniquity and every reproach that is upon your life is losing its grip. I welcome you into a new season of your life. I just want to quickly add as well that you make effort to study the Word of God, fellowship with people who will nurture you in the Word of God, people who will encourage you to stir up the gift of God in your heart. I want to emphasize above anything else the passion in my heart for starting this podcast in the first case is for us to create a community, an environment of people who are encouraging and inspiring one another to achieve and fulfill our own God, unique God-given vision. I want to I want to I, I want this podcast to be something that re-energizes and refreshes refreshes everybody that has a vision to be encouraged that whatever God has given to you in your heart can come to pass. Later on when we have the time, I'll come to share with you that don't worry about not sharing or sharing your vision with every, any kind of person. Once God has given you a vision, although it, the conception is private, the application and the manifestation of your God-given vision is an open public matter. God will use you to demonstrate His glory to the whole universe. But the conception might be private, but He wants to use you for something. So don't be shy to share your vision with people. Say what God has laid in your heart. I know the story of Joseph always comes to place that all because he said his vision and as a result of that, people he was caught and was thrown out of cell as his brother and he went to prison. Let me tell you quickly, God has to orchestrate all of that 
for the journey of his life to be complete. No matter who, who you share your vision with, as long as it is God-given, it will surely come to pass. So don't be, don't be worried about that. Just get this foundational truth which we are sharing today that you need the Holy Spirit to be rekindled and to be refired in your heart. Empower yourself in the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God must be made evident. The fire of the Holy Ghost must be manifesting in your heart and the Holy Spirit must find residence in you. What will follow just after this process is that you begin to get ideas, your wishes, your longing, your everything begins to get transformed and you begin to move away from a self-centered one. You begin to focus into something bigger, something that wants to give, something that wants to serve, something that wants to bless others. Things that are way bigger than you is what your heart begins to long for. Now, notwithstanding now, because it's bigger than you, that is a function of the fact that it's God-given. Not also that you know you will necessarily not abandon things that you're doing before but that you although certain things might be dropped away from you but god will be specifically taking specific things that you're doing and using them to lead even to something much much bigger for you as time goes on you discover the principles and practices of vision as we are discussing here as things begin to make more sense you know which ones to drop what you begin to fine tune what you need to specialize in and by virtue of the constrictionary characteristics of vision and the expansionary characteristics of vision vision has the capacity to ultimately enlarge you for example some of you might have been molested before anything might have happened to you in your lifetime you might have witnessed some painful situations in your life but as you receive grace as you hear and you understand some of these things we're sharing today god begins to take that situation around and make use of them for his glory if probably you have been molested and all the pain you are going through and as you experience this you realize that what god is actually calling you is to actually be somebody that will help other people who have gone through this situation you can now see better your, your vision has, has enlarged so it's that you now begin to see molestation as something you're working towards to eradicate and that becomes your ultimate life calling and destiny so what has become a proper a sad situation has been turned around to become the purpose and passion for your life another example might be somebody who has gone through terrible poverty whilst growing up where both mom, dad, or family members were never having sufficient to take care of you while you are growing up. But by virtue of where you are today, God has taken you through specific things or exposing or showing you certain things to break out of poverty. Now that you're out of poverty, you're not going to continue to hustle or do the things you were doing before, but now you are seeing through the eyes of faith how you begin to strategically liberate others out of poverty. The pain and agony of poverty of your before has become your testimony and purpose today. God has taken that from you and has used it to become an instrument for his glory. So you see, as you begin to see things as with the eyes of faith through vision, see the realm of visionaries is a totally different realm. We see things differently. Everything that seemed inconsequential before because it has gotten a new light begins to have a new breath of life and understanding. Yeah, so just as yours might be a sad situation, some other people's might be a good situation. Another person might just be things that have been exciting to you right from t- your young age even till now. That might be the line of your own God-given vision and upon which your passion and your purpose is built upon. Please stick with it. The most important thing that we all need to get from this particular thing is there is a big picture that God will show you through the virtue of 
you're getting a God-given vision through revelation of his word as you begin to study and, and understand more through this podcast and through events that begin to nurture the core of your mind and your heart. You begin to experience a new understanding, a fresh bread come upon you and you begin to see a big picture that is placed ahead of you. I want to encourage you, please take a moment to do this homework as I finally wrap up. Get a journal, get a writing pad, get anything you write on on top. And if you have not been doing that before, this is a perfect time to do that. Answer these few questions. What preoccupies your heart the most? What gives you the most concern? What pains you the most? What are your heart desires? What are your wishes? What are the things and and the thoughts and intents of your heart when you view it from a godly perspective? What are the things that you long for what are the things that you you are always you keeping in mind consistently things that wake you up in the middle of the night things that you think about consistently as you begin to answer this question take a moment write them down go for a little walk or something give it a few days or whatever come back again and do the same exercise over and over again when you do this for a couple times and you take all of the papers or places you've written them and look through all of them you find a consistent thing you find something that becomes common among all of them. What you're only doing is what is registered in Habakkuk 2 verse 2 where it was saying write it down, write it down. It's important for us to write it down because writing it down creates awareness and forces us to take a second look at each point in decision we're making and it also enforces accountability on us as we go through this exercise somewhere along the lines is the building blocks of your god-given vision as time passes by you begin to see things more in the light of god's word your vision will become enlarged as god calls you further in the line of his word there's something we call revision in the realm of visionaries some of you who have been following along will have understood me say this word over and over again revision occurs over time and for some of you what we are talking about here might just be a mere revision where new understanding comes to you where you've taken the time to pause i shared the um, the fractional distillation process for those of you who want to know that a bit more you can join us in the purpose plus vision program which will be announcing shortly where you take a moment to pause and reflect on god's word a new understanding comes to you that's where you begin to now refine and review your vision the big picture remains the same the destination is the same but the plan and the way god is going to be working with you begins to change and that is what we call revision process you begin to get more of an aha moment and you begin to get more understanding light bulb moment begins to come and you refine and review your strategy and plans as you work in the line of destiny it doesn't necessarily mean that your vision is going to change but more knowledge more understanding helps you to re-strategize and empower and equip you even as you go along the journey your god-given vision ultimately becomes the vision of your life your, your, your the mission of your life so it therefore means your vision becomes your mission statement and the blueprint of fulfillment of purpose and destiny is inherent in your vision vision is so powerful as i close here finally on this episode today i want to wrap up by encouraging you to take action 
take action in the line of what God has shown you or is telling you to do. Be determined to be a blessing and to use your gift to empower and equip others. Remember, there's a tenet for visionaries that we were sharing before. Visionaries don't compete, we complement each other. Even though it might appear that it's easy to always override and overrule others, but it's to share, it's to love, it's to equip, to bless, to lift up people. Even if it is, if it appears that it's cheap in the beginning, continue to value people, continue to encourage people, keep being a blessing. Remember that you are not doing this just for people alone, but you are doing it as doing it unto God. And more importantly, as you do this, you are strengthening your hands, you're expanding your own horizon, and you're becoming more effective and efficient in the manifestation of your purpose. I pray for you today that God bless you, be encouraged, be empowered, be equipped. Whatever is happening right now is a calling to your destiny. Whatever is happening right now is a calling to your destiny. God has created you for a purpose. Arise in the fullness of your calling. Keep your eye on vision. Remain blessed and thank you. Something for visionaries. Something for visionaries. Something for visionaries.